0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, with the cost of living up, so is the military's basic allowance for housing. Lawmakers want retired military officers held accountable for jobs with shady foreign clients. And the Defense Intelligence Agency embraces artificial intelligence. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, December 15th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Military service members will see a hike in their paychecks starting in January. The Defense Department announced the basic allowance for housing, or BAH, will go up by over 12 percent next year. A combination of inflation and rising prices in the housing market drove the increase in BAH levels. In 2022, BAH rose by 5.1 percent. California military bases saw the largest increases in cost of housing reimbursement. DOD calculates the costs of rents and utilities in different areas to come up with the amount it pays for housing allowances. Retired military personnel who work for foreign governments or companies controlled by foreign governments need to be held accountable, says a bipartisan group of lawmakers. A letter sent to the Secretaries of Defense and State demands more oversight in letting retired officers work for foreign governments, some infamous for political oppression and human rights abuses. Retired and reserve military officers need permission from the secretary of their military branch and the State Department to take a job with a foreign government. House lawmakers extended the continuing resolution by one week to give Congress more time to complete the fiscal 2023 omnibus bill, Legislators passed the second continuing resolution 230-201 Wednesday night. The bill will keep the government open until December 23rd. The Senate is expected to vote on the bill as soon as Thursday afternoon. The current CR expires on Friday. GSA is ready to expand its e-commerce platform program. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The General Services Administration is seeking to give agency purchase card holders access to more commercial online platforms. A new solicitation released December 13th outlines the need for existing e-commerce platforms to join the three others who have been part of the program since 2020. GSA is looking for e-commerce providers that offer a wide range of general products and routine commercial items typically bought through these business-to-business platforms. Currently, 25 agencies are using the three existing commercial platforms under the program. Proposals for this five-year contract are due by January 27th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agency compliance with accessibility requirements is in need of more consistent and strident oversight. That's one of the main conclusions of a new report from the Senate Special Committee on Aging. The majority staff highlighted continued shortcomings in how agencies are not complying with Section 508 requirements. The Democrats made 12 recommendations, including for OMB to require new Section 508 strategic plans, for agency IGs to increase oversight over accessibility efforts, and for Congress to amend the Americans with Disabilities Act. The committee has been pressing agencies, specifically the Veterans Affairs and Justice Department, since the summer to provide more information about 508 compliance efforts. A bill aimed at preventing conflicts of interest in federal contracting is heading to President Joe Biden's desk. The House passed the Preventing Organizational Conflicts of Interest in Federal Acquisition Act. It requires the Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council to provide updated guidance to agencies. The guidance will outline the types of relationships contractors might have with domestic or foreign entities that would become an issue when doing business with federal agencies. The bill passed the Senate in August. The Office of Management and Budget says the administration supports the legislation. The Department of Veterans Affairs is looking to build on pandemic lessons learned to fast-track hiring and onboarding. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The VA relied on emergency hiring and bonus authority to bring 85,000 health care workers into the agency within 10 months at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. The agency under this authority could hire and onboard employees in as little as three to five days. But the Veterans Health Administration's time to hire is now closer to 200 days. Deputy Undersecretary for Health Steven Lieberman says the VHA is still looking at ways to streamline hiring and onboarding to meet its 52,000-employee hiring goal for fiscal 2023. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Agency officials share some goals for advancing diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. The Office of Personnel Management hosted nearly 2,000 feds in a virtual summit to consider future efforts regarding President Biden's executive order for advancing DEIA. The Biden administration, for example, wants to make federal buildings and federal websites more accessible. They're also looking at improving hiring and retention of applicants with disabilities. Currently, 17% of the federal workforce identifies as having a disability. Agencies should start thinking about how many employees they'll need in senior-level positions for the next couple of years. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman explains. The Office of Personnel Management is asking agencies for assessments on their needs for executive resources, including how many senior executive service positions they'll want on their roster. OPM gave agencies a template to fill out to determine their needs for SES positions. Agencies requests for SES allocations are due December 31st. These assessments are a requirement for agencies to turn into OPM every other year. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Defense Intelligence Agency looks to embrace artificial intelligence. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. DIA is on the cusp of releasing its first ever artificial intelligence strategy. The document will cover the military intelligence agency's plans for building tools and platforms, adhering to ethical standards and working with international partners. But the biggest challenge to DIA's forthcoming strategy is tech talent. Ramesh Menon is the chief technology officer at DIA. Although we looked at it from different pillars, the most important one is talent and skills. How do we attract the best and the brightest, retain them in the intelligence community to enhance our mission capabilities? Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Agencies would need to prioritize quantum computing security under a new bill advancing in Congress. The Senate this month passed the Quantum Computing Cybersecurity Preparedness Act. It would require the White House to ensure agencies protect their IT systems with post-quantum cryptography. The legislation would build on a White House directive issued last month on migrating to post-quantum standards. The memo directs agencies to make an inventory of high-priority IT systems that could be vulnerable to an encryption-breaking quantum computer. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, December 15, 2022, I'm Peter Messerlian.